8.15. By the way, the uh, Dickinson Elks Lodge is having a burger basket for all veterans and their families Sunday 11 to 2 and providing winter wear for veterans in need. An injured military wildlife project of North Dakota's processed and packaged bison and elk that they'll be distributing to veterans that have a need, no questions asked. That's so the Dickinson Elks Lodge. I promise I'd uh, toss that in. Not every promise I make is fulfilled, just ask my ex-wife. Anyway, my <laughs> guns of the 701. It's, it's, it's chill wire head off. Just saying. <laughs> ask, oh, and, and, and if you want the truth, ask my ex-sister-in-law and you'll get the truth. <laughs> I have a fantastic relationship with her, just not my ex, that's all. Anyway, how are you guys doing today? <laughs> You married the wrong Doing great, bud. I did marry the wrong one. Dog got it. You know it. I really screwed that one up. <laughs> I'm doing great, by the way. Todd is zero, but I'm jacked up. I'm ready to go. Ah, right. 12 <laughs> noon today, the big uh, the big day. Or I don't know why it's not a national holiday. Oh, that's right, because they shoot guns off in Chicago every day anyway. That's why. <laughs> Nothing new there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Guns in the 701 Best Podcast on iHeart, by the way. So, he's wondering, yeah, how come these guys get on all the time? Because, first of all, I'm supposed to make sure I'm I'm talking up the best, what I feel is the best podcast on iHeart. And just so you know, every other, any other podcast that gets on, I say, well, you're not the best one. That's Guns in the 701. <laughs> but you're up there. Or whatever it is, like you're, you're close, close second, right? Exactly, <laughs> a, a very darn close second, razor thin margin. <laughs> Still means we're number one, so we'll take it. <laughs> number one with the there bullets, as they say on the Ooh. charts, and literally in guns in the seven hundred one, number one of the bullet. Get it? See what I did there? Of course, it's with a bullet. Supreme Court accepts NRA First Amendment case, a historic step forward for NRA and free speech. Why? What What are they saying that there would be a question? Well, you know how this goes. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, the other side's always working to take all of our rights away. And it probably surprises people that NRA is bringing forth a First Amendment case. They're, they're stellar in Second Amendment cases, but this is a First Amendment case where it's NRA is versing Maria T. Vula, and that's out of New York. Imagine that, New York. It always comes out. Yeah, out of New go York. figure. Yeah. And, of course, it's uh, this is basically a free speech First Amendment case, and what they're basing this on is uh, the lawsuit that took place in 2018 when, the, at that time, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo, he basically he took aim right at the NRA and used their regulatory power through Vula's office to essentially go after all of the New York uh, financial institutions, banks, and insurers that were doing business with pro-gun organizations such as the NRA, and uh, that's what this whole basis, uh, this whole case is based in, because they wanted to silence an advocacy group. So I mean, this could this could have far-reaching. It isn't just NRA. It could be any organization out there that a state or a government entity disagrees with could use now their regulatory powers to silence those group, which, groups, which is an actual, this is a First Amendment case. It would be silencing your First Amendment rights. And not just that, you take NRA, who's 5 million members plus, would be silenced because New York State, 
doesn't agree with their with their ideology. So that's what this is all about. Um, this has went through a lot of different claims, a lot of different courts. It withstood multiple motions to dismiss, uh, but then in 2022, it appeared in the trial court, the Second Circuit, and they struck it down. They re- You'll love this. They ruled that in an era yeah. of enhanced corporate social responsibility, this was a reasonable. It was reasonable for the New York financial regulatory uh, arm to warn banks and insurance companies against servicing Neil. groups based on supposed Hi, social backlash. You just made me vomit so, a little bit at that. What was that catchphrase again? Advanced corporate. What, what was the, that again? Enhanced corporate Basically, social responsibility. corporate them. social responsibility. You just yeah. made me vomit at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like social governance, yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, we all know what the, the hell they're really saying. Why don't they just say it? But yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're basically saying, that, hey, we don't agree with you. This is where we're going. Don't do business with these groups. Or we're going to come down you with Big Brother's strong arm and crush you. I mean, that's what they're saying. I want to see the, the next well, presidential debate. I want somebody to ask somebody, ask everybody up on stage. Do you believe in enhanced? <laughs> I can't even say corporate it. Social responsibility. I, my mouth yeah. won't let me say that. God is watching out for me. Uh, he won't let my mouth well, actually say those words. Do you believe in that? And then I want to hear what the candidates say anyway. I'm sorry. I'm taking your yeah. time. Sorry. So it was written, Todd's. She had written this down on her official letterhead and it invoked her, these regulatory powers. But uh, the court said, you know, um, that was really not a directive to the institution um, to regulate. That was just uh, <laughs> her merely expressing her political preferences, which is a complete joke. I mean, this, this, this court must have been in Cuomo's pocket. If nobody remembers Cuomo either, when I think of that guy, I remember him sitting at the podium saying, nobody needs 10 rounds to kill a deer. Yep, that was cool. Actually, what she was saying is 10 rounds to kill an idea, not a deer. (laughs) Yeah, we just can't we just can't make out the dialect as well over here in North Dakota. That was my New York accent. 10 rounds to kill a deer. Yeah, yeah, sounds like Dice Clay up there. Yeah, we got called deer hunting. 822 with K-Fire Guns in the 701. Gun sales tick back. Up in October, how about that? Yeah, yeah Todd. One quick thing on the last yes. one, though. There oh, were amicus briefs filed by states' attorney generals from uh, 17 states, and Drew Wrigley was one of them. So we'll give him credit on that. And All ACLU right. is actually supporting the NRA in this too, which is which is kind of a shocker because ACLU, although claiming to be a civil rights organization, is usually against the NRA. So yeah, okay. Hey, always, always, hey, hang on a second. Speaking of the ACLU, one thing to remember about the ACLU, remember when Rush Limbaugh was up on the whole doctor shopping thing and all that stuff? The ACLU was backing him up, the point being to keep medical records private. There's but HIPAA laws are supposed to apply, right? And so right. ACLU, for all their faults, when they get one right, I guess they deserve to have it pointed out, even though it probably makes them cringe that they... Yeah. Actually, got this one right. They defended Rush by, Limbaugh on that one. So, yeah, ACLU. This isn't this isn't the first time NRA has had ACLU actually back them on court cases when it involves things like this. Which is, like I said, sometimes uh, sometimes your uh, a war has strange bedfellows. I guess you can say. So. 
Yeah, but yeah. you know, but you know, give them give them credit. At least they're being consistent. Yep. They're they're you know, if they're about defending your rights and be about defending your rights, and apparently they're being consistent at least in this case. In this case, for sure. Another thing is, is great. the Supreme Court. They granted this on November 3rd, so uh, it's going to be a while. It'll have to work its way through their schedule, but they did grant the uh, the review. So it's good to see that the Supreme Court's going to do this. Um, I would imagine that all the previous cases that have come out of this court are probably going to side with NRA on this. And it's just as an NRA, like I mentioned, this affects any group, any group that's representing a group of people who have decided to become part of an organization. It's going to affect all of them, so... Yeah, I'm 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 very uh, I'm jacked up that there's going to be a positive uh, ruling on this. All right, looking forward to yeah. it. Well, I'm jacked up, Todd. I'm jacked up about uh, last <laughs> month again. Like you said, it was the third highest October on record for gun sales, according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation. They estimated that um, almost 1.4 million background checks were conducted on firearm transfers. If you want the specifics, 1,370,719. And that, Todd, was an 8.3% increase compared to sales in October of 2022. And that was also the 51st month in a row with more than 1 million gun sales, um, demonstrating the value that we as Americans are placing on our Second Amendment rights. And I'm sure the, you know, the thing in, in Maine and, the, and what's going on, the war over with Hamas and Israel is doing that. I mean, by stuff in this article, a bunch of... Um, Jewish communities are going to gun shops. They've never owned guns before, and, and now they're buying guns and ammo and, and taking training, which is which is good. One of the, these Jewish guys, um, the new gun owners named Larry Levine in, in Ohio, you know, he doesn't said he didn't want to, you know, nobody wants to believe uh, reality, but that's not how it is in the real world. Um, pretty much woke a bunch of these people up. Unfortunately, it takes something like that to happen. But, um, you know, I'm glad that they're, that they're starting to exercise their civil rights here and realizing that evil, evil people are in the world and you need to defend yourself from that. And hopefully they not only own guns, but start uh, sticking up for, for our Second Amendment rights more and being an advocate for our Second Amendment civil rights. And I'm, I'm glad they're getting the, the hang of the fact that it's about defense. People get this image of, oh, if you're carrying around an assault rifle 15, cough, cough. <laughs> that <laughs> sarcasm mode American, on right? there uh that that all you want to do is go out and, and kill everything no it's it, it's about wanting to defend yourself against the maniac who wants to kill everything absolutely, absolutely. it's always been no, about hey the bonus yeah. god shooting guns is fun well that's right, a, right. It, it's yeah, a, and it, not just that whether you're shooting tannerite to blow things up for fun or out hunting or using it for defense, I'll tell you what, it's all fun and it's all legal and go out and have a great day doing it. Put out some <laughs> coffee cans and bottles and stuff on the fence line yeah. and just let it rip and it endorphins or whatever the heck it is in your head that I don't have medical training, <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you know, we can get Dr. <laughs> Phil on or whoever to, to give you the... Ask Dr. Hey, ask Dr. Steve or, or um, Ted on Tuesdays. If that's hey, there we go. There, now you're talking. Now you're, I like <laughs> the way you, you think. There you go. Guns of the 701. We've got more coming up on K-Fire 827. 843 K-Fire. Guns and the 701. Best podcast on iHeart. Bar none. Bar none. <laughs> Bar none. Absolutely. 
You don't need 10 rounds, let alone 30. How many rounds do you need? <laughs> many as it takes. I don't. Well, not according to Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo says you don't even need 10. Apparently, he only needs one. Apparently, he's Barney Fife. <laughs> Just one round. Barney Fife's got too many. Barney had six-round revolver. That's too many. Cuomo doesn't think he should have six well, rounds. Didn't he, didn't he only get one bullet, though? Wasn't that the deal? Yeah, 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 we just give him one. (laughs) Probably a blank. Of course, you know the word never appears in the in the Second Amendment. It's not anywhere in the twenty-seven words. So it's you need as many as you you want, I guess. Yeah, you can find the word Todd. (laughs) If anybody can find the word need in the Second Amendment to our Bill of Rights, I'll I'll give him every assault weapon I have. Happy (laughs) hunting. There you go. (laughs) Every assault rifle fifteen you own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> America's rifle 15, Todd. Come on. America's rifle. Mm-hmm. Awesome rifle are, 15. There we are. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just amazes me. All right. Official journal of the NRA, Wyoming Gordon, uh, Governor Gordon declares November Wild Game Meat Donation Month. Good move. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take this, Jamie? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, you guys had all week to figure Gordon. out who's taking what here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We we got to take turns, Todd, because, um, you know, me and Clay both like to get to get the mouth going. So okay, well, and I forgot whose yeah, turn yeah. it was anyway, so that's on me. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so Governor Mark Gordon of Wyoming and his wife, uh, they're big hunters, and they enjoy giving back to those less fortunate through... Yeah, the first lady has a program, Wyoming Hunger Initiative and Hunting-Based Food from the Field Program. So that should uh, come as no surprise to anybody that when uh, Governor Gordon heard the NRA was declaring November America's first ever National Wildlife Game Meat Donation Month that uh, he picked up his governor's pen and did the same, celebrating Hunter's um, number one solution to fighting hunger by proclaiming uh, November Wyoming Wild Game Meat Donation Month across the Cowboy State. So I know he signed that on November 1st, and it's, um, it's, it's great. The NRA has uh, encouraged more hunters to donate their surplus game meat uh, and to financially support, actually, game meat donation programs. And we actually have that um, in North Dakota here, too, Todd. Um, it's called. Yeah. Let's see, what the heck is it called? It's called um, the Park Sportsmen Against Hunger Processors, and you can actually go to capnd.org, and they got a map per region, and they'll tell you which um, meat processors will take your take your meat and donate it. You know, they'll process it and and donate it to the less fortunate people who want the deer meat. I think just off the top of my head, there was like sixteen of these meat places, so. Like I said, you can look that up at capnd.org, and, and you know if you want to donate your your game meat to these to these people, go ahead and do it, and they'll help some people out who are who are hungry and, and love wild game meat. I'm keeping mine. That's all. Awesome. Get a deer, so yeah. It, it's also that program was something that uh, NRA Foundation. <laughs> remember that, Jamie? That we would always uh, have that in, in our yeah. grant program application. So it was something that qualified for that. And I didn't realize NRA had done this. You know, you and I, we always talk about the NRA and a few other people that don't do nothing. Well, here you go. They're they're fighting you for your First Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights. They're doing court cases, feeding the hungry. I don't know. It's like NRA is pretty active to me. By the way, the, awesome, man. speaking of, of veterans and, and, and getting uh, 
getting game. Dickinson Elks uh, packaged, processed and packaged bison and elk, distributing to veterans that have a need, no questions asked, and they'll do burger baskets and stuff at the Dickinson Absolutely. Elks 11 yeah, too on Sunday. So that's awesome. So yeah, that's no awesome. kidding, hey, right? Todd, and you know what? With without our veterans um, defending the greatest country in the history of the world and protecting our freedoms, we couldn't do stuff like go hunting on Friday and have it an unofficial holiday. So thank you to all our veterans. I appreciate Amen, you bro. guys and gals out there. We wouldn't have what we have without you people. You're awesome. Is gals the politically correct word to use these days? Or I'm behind. Oh, heck, I think gals in the military probably don't mind that. This is another, this is another case <laughs> I miss, Rush Limbaugh. He, 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 the, the, the National Association of Gals, the NAGs. <laughs> That's right. He, he would call I remember him talking about that. <laughs> so one more thing here about this meat deal. Um, one more thing about the meat. The NRA uh, Hunters Leadership Forum did some research and showed that uh, American hunters shared 119 million pounds of harvested game meat with, with other people outside of their household each year. And the meat donation programs of 2022 said that still wasn't enough to feed all hungry people. So, if, you know, if you're hunting and you don't, you know, you're kind of eh about that game meat, eh. find one of these places and, and donate that meat because they're, they're coming up short. So. Eh. <laughs> so, I'm gonna make jerky out of mine, Todd. I'll get you some. All right, there you go. You guys do anything at noon today? Eleven o'clock my time. <laughs> yeah. You oh yeah, it's eleven o'clock in your world because you guys are on that that goofy time zone they use in Montana. Around, around, I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> I'm just right. kidding. We're right on the edge of it in Golden Valley. That starts in Dodge, right over by Dodge. So we're we're still on God's time in Golden Valley. And uh, I actually, funny thing, I heard one of your commercials there, Todd, uh, Wolf Auctioneers. Chances are pretty high I'm going to run into Shane at some point here during deer season. I've known Shane pretty much my whole life. Oh, okay. Yeah, good guy. Good yeah. guy, Wolf Auctioneers. Yep. So I'll probably be drinking some Coors Light with him uh, at some point during uh, deer season here. Imagine that. Well, yeah, we'll find some. We'll be going out, and uh, I don't know how the deer numbers are looking like up in your country, Jamie. But uh, I was feeling moderately uh, positive and excited after being out this week, and uh, even yesterday. I don't know for some reason about went well, out about two o'clock, and I mean the game world. They, it was on the move. I mean everything. So mm-hmm. maybe they're uh, maybe they're looking forward to the nice weather being predicted too. I mean. Deer were on the move, antelope, everything. It just was on the move yesterday. Seen seen a lot of no, decent bucks. Um, they, um, deer, deer don't like nice weather. They like crappy weather. I'm told cool. that's the only <laughs> yeah, thing. They, they don't move. It's too nice out. The animals aren't moving. That's one of the. We're always told deer this, where I'm at. That's a huge myth. That's a huge myth. Yeah, it was here too. I saw all kinds of things out there yesterday and. Uh, you know, I, like I like we said uh, yesterday when we were on uh, Jay's show, I just want to remind everybody when you're out there, first of all, respect the private property owners. If it's posted, don't go trespassing on it. Even if it isn't posted, it's always good public relations to go talk to them people that own it and just ask them. Um, that, you know, that's how this happens. Don't let one bad apple ruin it for everybody. Roads are a little soft, especially uh, when the moisture's been a little heavier, so don't tear those up. That that doesn't make any friends anywhere. And don't park in the middle of the main roads. Um, I actually saw some of that yesterday already. People are out here scouting. Jeez. Don't park in the middle are you of the road. Serious? There are big trucks. Yes. There's don't big they teach that kind of stuff hay. in driver's ed? 
<laughs> You'd think, wouldn't you? I mean, I, and I see it every year. Oh, idiots. So I'm, that's just so and, and if that clay, yeah, closed, last time I was out, close it with you. I, I'm just going to say a quick clay. The deer numbers in our area definitely down, but I, I, I like you. And I was up last week doing some scouting. I was moderately. Um, my, my enthusiasm went up a little bit because I did see a few things that I haven't seen. So, and hopefully, the closer we get to the rut, I'm well. I'm actually pretty positive we're going to see some more deer. So, it's you know, looking up. Uh, my buddy, you I better be saw. out in front of my garage right now, Travis. If you're listening, you better be listening. You better be back up to my garage and ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> better be listening. I can tell you though. I did see some whitetail bucks already. You can tell they're starting to rut. They're chasing them does, not not aggressively, but uh, it was the mule deer. They were with them, but they weren't doing anything in my area. But that's always a little bit later. Guns of the seven hundred one. The new vids, vids are up on uh, Wednesday nights at what time? Uh, it goes on right after the show. The show starts at six p.m. Mountain, seven p.m. Central. We go about an hour and a half, and then yeah, we upload everything to. Our podcast uh, platform, and right away, of course, to iHeart, best one out there, iHeart.com. Good, good response, good answer. iHeart's a big hammer. And, Todd, it's not only that. We do a lot of videos, too, and during deer season, I'll be doing a lot more, and Clay will probably get some up there on our shorts and the reels and that on Facebook and YouTube. So go check those out. Um, they're, they're mildly entertaining. You know, give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We appreciate that. <laughs> mildly entertaining. Uh, don't oversell it. Well, they're mildly entertaining. Hey. <laughs> Jamie, even, Jamie even stirred up some of the uh, the antis on there here last time. So you just realized, oh, Schwan yeah. Buick GMC Cadillac's never going to hire you for selling cars over there. Well, it's a mildly <laughs> good car. You know, what don't you, you got to oversell it a little bit, there, buddy. <laughs> My thought, I sold a bunch of their Buicks. I said they're the best deer killing machines on the road. Come on. Darn right. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm looking to do that with my twenty twenty four Buick, but uh, you know, I, yeah, please don't make don't make me kill a deer with that thing. I just got it. If you're gonna hit a deer, make sure you do it in a Schwann Pontiac Buick. It's the safest car on the road. You're not gonna get hurt and it'll barely get a ding in it and the deer will die real quick. There. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that Lauer Auto Repair. Take a look at it for the, for oh, the uh, mechanical geez, all right. It, right yeah, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Now my show, oh, my sponsor. Take it over to Schwann and get a first opinion, and then do whatever. There you I'm go. Just kidding. You right. can subcontract out. <laughs> Guns of the Seven Hundred One. Yeah. Stay safe this weekend, fellas. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. All righty.